You're listening to Market Scale Education Technology. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and I'm about to have a conversation with Rick Fredkin, the founder and CEO for Eduporium. Rick, how are you today? Uh, doing great. Uh, thank you for having me. I love when technology and education come together. Do you have like a, a superhero, you know, origin story that forced you to found Eduporium? Uh, perhaps. Um, you know, maybe maybe it starts when I was uh, quite quite young. Um, so I'm a sort of first generation of, of person that had computers in my life, my whole life. And, um, you know, the thing about it was I was a, uh, a student where traditional schooling um, didn't really work for me. Uh, but I did have access to computers. And the point is, uh, just through their use and having technology around, um, you know, I was able to become, um, you know, proficient enough with computers to make a career out of it. And, uh, you know, it's a career that's served me my my whole life. And, um, you know, that's not exactly, you know, it's not exactly the origin. I mean, many things happened. I've been in the industry, um, you know, 20, 20 something years in the in the tech industry. But, um, you know, having that in the background, then getting to Edgeforium. Um, what happened is in sort of a traditional IT VAR role, um, we started uh, uh, through a, a company that got absorbed. We started selling into um, education. And while looking at that marketplace, um, what we saw is, um, you know, a, a you know, we start off with mainframes. Uh, you know, we got the personal computer, then uh, everything went mobile. And now we're getting to technology and computing in everything. And uh, we saw an opportunity to represent uh, this evolution in the education space. You know, I'm really interested in this new paradigm of replacing, you know, a piece of chalk and an eraser and a chalkboard with this unbelievable power that technology presents in classrooms in all the different forms. Tell me a little bit about sort of your approach. What is your thought about technology's place in education just in general? Uh, well, it's it's um, similar to technology's place in every industry uh, that almost exists. I mean, you know, I can't think of one offhand that where technology doesn't have an effect. So, uh, of course, that is why it's essential for it to be in education, because all of these, uh, all of the kids who are um, grade school, middle school, high school, um, when they come out of their uh, education, uh, the world is only going to be that much uh, deeper. Um, uh, it's sort of ingrained with technology. So um, the point is, it's just it's completely it's completely essential. And, you know, um, things change slowly in education. I can I can tell you that. Uh, but, you know, the realization is happening and sort of the tools and the capabilities are are um, are getting to the point where it's it's very accessible um, to have sort of very interesting, engaging um, technology sort of at all levels that, um, you know, speak to jobs of the future. I think there's an interesting sort of paradox in that the generation now. It is the digital native generation that's coming to our educational system. They don't really know what it's like to not have technology in their education. And yet 
they seem to have some sort of genetic predisposition to be much better at it than those of us who are having to learn to use that technology. Do you think there's anything to that? Um, well, I have an expression I like, which is everything's hard till you learn how to do it. So, um, you know, they've been doing it. Uh, you know, I have two kids of my own. They're five and uh, eight. And, um, you know, uh, they were both using sort of a tablet device uh, before they could talk, which was, you know, it's pretty humorous because they can't communicate yet. They can, you know, work this tablet and find their applications. You know, the thing about that is, though, um, you know, what I see uh, in sort of young people is, you know, there's a lot of technology that's out there. Um, and in a way, it's it's sort of non-productive. It's it's passive. It's sort of passive use. You're not really getting much or doing much, um, even with the use of the technology. And the point is that so yes, they are digital natives, but um, uh, it, it has to be taken a step further and multiple steps further for the the actual um, their familiarity with with these computing devices to actually be useful in the real world. And so, um, you know, that's why, I mean, even if they're digital natives, yes, they, they might uh, take to it more easily and they do. Um, but it's, it's very important because, you know, the jobs require sort of real skills outside of, um, you know, uh, watching things or, or, or tweeting things, uh, some jobs, you know, you tweet things, but, um, uh, you know, and the point about this technology is it's sort of engaging them where they're at already. And so uh, while while giving them skills that are useful in industry. I've always thought that technology in education really needs to be a tool that's used to access that education, not a replacement for that knowledge. I like being able to search things on Google just as much as the next person. But at some point, you need to be able to pick up a pencil or a stylus and and solve a long division problem in mathematics. Um, maybe, uh, you know, I think I think we have uh, calculators for that, but I, I take your point. Um, and uh, well, yes, I you know, we we say over here, look, this is, you know, um, one thing I dislike is when in education, they it's 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 sometimes uh, people think of when they think of uh, education with technology or, or computing, it's sort of teaching the computer as opposed to um, the opportunity to teach the exact same things that have always been taught, but with a new tool. And, you know, frankly, it's, it's, uh, it's the new tools that we have as a society um, that we can use. I mean, look, you know, physics hasn't changed at all. Right. Uh, you know, just the, the tools we use to, um, uh, you know, understand physics, uh, the tools we use to do our math, the tools we use to build things. Um, those are all changing. And, um, you know, that's that's the point. I mean, a lo um, really, lots of the subjects haven't changed. It's just a more engaging, modern and relevant way um, to engage kids. And and. Let's take a conversational side for just a second about one of the things you guys do with Eduporium is the maker space. I love that thought, that hands-on sort of approach. Can you tell me just a little bit about that section of Eduporium? I'm sure. I mean, in education, they, they sometimes think it's, um, it's you know, an overused or, or hyped up um, 
uh, term. But uh, yes, uh, you know, we help um, school systems, libraries, um, after school programs develop uh, maker spaces. And the, the point is, you know, just like you might have a workshop, you know, it's a, it's a very, very, very similar thing or, or shop for that matter. And the point is, uh, it's using the sort of modern tools that are available if we're talking about uh, 3D printing or, you know, CNC machines aren't that aren't that new. But then again, you know, uh, with with a lot of things, we're reaching a price performance point where it's very accessible. Um, and um, uh, so, you know, and it's combining electronics, it's combining sort of physical making. Um, it is it is great. Uh, you know, it's what it's what engages people working with their hands. And so, again, just um, uh, the tools of the day. So, I mean, we can think of it as a modern day shop class, just, you know, many more, many more electronics, uh, different types of tools to uh, build things. But uh, in the same sense, you're building something to do something. And uh, that's, uh, you know, that's what it is. Is there something you're working on now? that you would be at liberty to kind of tell me about that you're excited about? Well, we certainly think, um, especially when we started, uh, that this um, uh, segment that we focus on uh, is, in its, is in its infancy. So um, we, we think it has a far, far, you know, path forward to go. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's great. We plan, to, um, we plan to grow with it. I mean, you know, some of the things, uh, you know, not uh, too specific, but, um, it, you know, education has uh, a lot of challenges in terms of uh, bringing technology in and integrating it and using it. I mean, there's um, a famous closet that exists in every school where uh, that's filled with good intentions. Um, and what I mean is technology that uh, somehow they got, but, you know, never, um, never got used. And, you know, there are lots of reasons um, to this. Uh, there are lots of reasons and problems that exist in how things are deployed that, um, you know, make, make it make it make these less likely to be successful in terms of uh, getting them used uh, for students. So, um, you know, one of the things we're looking at is, um, you know, how how to deploy sort of a, a framework and system that spans multiple um, uh, multiple uh, sort of hardware hardware products, um, but allows it to be um, integrated and more easily used uh, by uh, the school systems. And what I mean by that is uh, helping to integrate the, the software and its manageability for schools. You know, I was talking to my daughter about her history class the other day, and she said something that just stopped me cold. She said, Daddy, we have to keep studying this history, but history keeps happening. How can we catch up? And I bet sometimes you must feel that way on the technological side. Technology just keeps growing and growing and growing. Is it a struggle to try and keep up with the newest and the latest and the greatest? Um. Well, it's a uh, it's a fun challenge. Um, you know, it's like uh, it's like Christmas. I like opening boxes and seeing new things. You know, part of the reason part of the reason I like uh, I like this industry is just because it's always evolving and uh, so quickly. Um, at the same time, that is that is really our job. Um, that's that's what we do at Edgeforium. Uh, our job is to be finding is to find the. Um, 
sort of the, the latest, um, you know, be a trusted source, um, test it out. So, I mean, lots of times we're going out and we're getting things with no intention necessarily of um, uh, no preconceived notion of what we're going to do with it, if we're going to sell this product or not, but bringing technology in so we can evaluate it and figure out if we think it's good for education and what we want, how we want to place it. Um, so uh, uh, it's a ton of fun. I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. You know, working in an industry that is basically about knowledge transfer and facilitating that, I would imagine you're also in the acquisition of knowledge. Has there been a a lesson that was particularly difficult for you that it just kind of slapped you in the face that gave you a, a moment of, oh, okay, we need to do things this way or we need to change our approach? Well, um, you know, in terms of the acquisition of knowledge, I'll, I'll say I'll say something about the the education space, and I'm I'm sure it's uh, true for others who have who have entered. Um, it's it's a you know it's a long cycle, um, slow moving uh, sector, and um, the the point uh, the point about it it's also just in terms of what we do it's and you know i this is the same for any other company you know it's based on trust um you know your customers uh need to uh trust that you're doing a good job for them and uh that uh you know you're you're doing um you know sort of a high quality either work or service and uh you know getting them what they need and um you know so the point is uh it's it, Sort of what in what we're doing, um, certainly certainly no uh, shortcuts, and also you know we're dealing with uh, public public school systems, public entities, um, so no shortcuts um, in in terms of that. Uh, I, I will say you know um, finding finding ins into our market, um, you know certainly there's uh, a ton of wrong directions to go, and uh, you know one thing that we had to sort of um, that we had to uh, go about and get around was um, that uh, just in just in terms of, of approaching school systems, uh, you know, finding where the um, the entry points um, were, and we found that um, you know going around to individual school systems uh, is sort of a losing proposition. Um, but uh, you know, we found that uh, partnering with organizations that are around the school systems and sort of gaining the trust of organizations that um, are are trusted and uh, already already working with school systems um, was really um, a a good method of of going about the marketplace. I'm not sure if I answered the question about the uh, the history and the informational side and um, uh, the knowledge transfer. I mean, I'll just say in my life, um, you know, you're you're very right about uh, uh, about that point and. Um, uh, you know, again, it's 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 the fun of it's the fun of the industry. I mean, this is this is something where you're you know this industry is one where you're learning you're learning all the time. If you're not learning all the time, well, then you're behind. And um, you know, it's uh, it's just it's just the way this works. No, you answered the question perfectly. This is definitely an industry where it is key to be ahead of the curve. What do you see being part of the lesson plan on the horizon for this industry? Um, well, in, in terms of lesson plan, just in, in the way things are going, you know, I I don't know sort of the time frames, but you know, I'm I'm positive about certain things. 
you know, we talk about sort of there's a one-to-one, -one, um, you know, programs that go on one computer per student. But, you know, at some point in the future, uh, without question, every student is going to walk into any school they go to and have a computing device. And that's going to be their main um, point um, for their for their education. So it will be the paper and pencil. Um, you know, that's that's just going, um, you know, that's an inevitability and is, is just going to happen. So, you know, that's probably that's probably on on the medium term. I mean, but right now, uh, as, as I say with, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna call it sort of a fourth wave of computing um, where, where I'm talking about sort of the computing that, you know, is sort of getting into everything, every product and, and so on and so forth. Um, and, you know, this is, this is changing the world around us, um, you know, having, you know, leaving education aside, uh, but it's, you know, it's going to be the same in, in education because you know these students are going to come out of school into this world that world will be here uh where um again it's sort of computing uh computing everywhere and it's it's going to be a, a major shift just like um you know cell phones uh have you know created a um a huge ecosystem and have changed the way we do things um you know in the next 10 years we're going to experience something similar uh, I, I give a talk about, um, you know, who knows what the talk is about, actually. Maybe it's about the future. I give a few talks, but I have a slide I like. And, you know, it starts off with a, um, with a Palm Pilot. And, you know, perhaps you remember the, the, the trusty Palm Pilot organizer. And the time um, between a Palm Pilot and an iPhone was 10 years. And uh, we just got, um, you know, uh, the iPhone X, which was 10 years later. So, you know, we think about it, we came from uh, Palm Pilot, which, you know, maybe a few uh, geeks like myself had, uh, to the point where, you know, almost every human, we probably have more cell phones than humans. And, you know, in the next 10 and 20 years, you know, there's going to be, uh, um, <laughs> you know, how, how can we say it? I mean, you know, how many how many devices will you have computing on your behalf? Um, so, you know, the world's the world's going to change again. And, um, you know, that's 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 uh, an inevitability, just like anything else. And um, we hope to uh, um, be a, a great source for this future in education. Well, I certainly wish you continued success. And I'm really grateful that you took the time today. Today, I've been talking to Rick Fredkin, the founder and CEO for Eduporium. Rick, thanks so much for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.